The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Welcome to the Source of Truth podcast. Uh, we're so glad you joined us today and taken an opportunity uh, to continue this week making the Word of God part of your day. And we're glad you've let me, let us, be part of your day. And it's truly a pleasure to be here and to open the Word of God and to speak into you and to where you are today. I hope you're having a good day. It's a beautiful day outside. I really hope you're having a good day. And, and uh, you know, this is the day the Lord hath made. We rejoice and be glad in it. I say that because I like to remind myself of it, that whatever's happening, God knows He's in control. And I'm so grateful for how God works and constantly shows himself through our lives when willing to listen and willing to submit to his leading. And we're so grateful for that. And well, we've been studying the book of Proverbs chapter, or book of Proverbs, and today we're going to be in chapter 19 again. We've been doing that for a couple, couple episodes, and we're going to continue. I'm going to do something. I'm going to start in Proverbs chapter 19, verse 23, and then jump back towards the beginning of the book. Um, I've been studying kind of a little ahead, and I've noticed how many times I've mentioned before Proverbs repeats itself to an extent for emphasis and tea drinking. A lot of people, and I understand why, a lot of people won't go section by section or verse by verse through Proverbs because there's a lot, there is what we, if you want to call redundancy, but emphasis. So a lot of people pull out the topics and teach it that way. And I fully understand why I contemplated finishing Proverbs that way as I've been studying it. But what I want to do today is take a section of scripture and I think it's four different verses, and again, go underneath an application and one, and one thought. I'm going to go with the thought, just under one for, on one word, I found in verse 10, where it says delight. Um, delight, joy, how do we find that? Uh, encouragement, you know, you meet somebody that's miserable, you meet somebody that seems to have joy, and it doesn't seem to always make sense. Is it their circumstances that are doing it? Is it their view of circumstances? And there's a lot of different perspectives on that. And what I hope we'd understand today is that it's not circumstances. We're going to see a little bit. Uh, it's not a full extent, just, just what we see in these verses today, but a little bit of some joy that can come as a result in just a, a happiness, honestly, as we look at these different sections of Scripture. It starts... In Proverbs 19, verse 23, at least the way I'm looking at it, verse 23. Proverbs 19, 23, the Bible says, The fear of the Lord tendeth to life, and he that hath it shall abide satisfied. He shall not be visited with evil. We've mentioned more than once that the fear of the Lord, as says earlier, is the beginning of wisdom. Now remember, the fear of the Lord is not fear as we might think of it today as a terrible fear of if I mess up, God's going to strike me down with lightning or he's waiting for me to mess up so he can punish me. Uh, I, don't, I don't believe that. God's not looking God doesn't have to look to find us messing up. He knows our hearts. He knows our thoughts. He knows what we're going to do. So to think that he's kind of waiting for us to mess up kind of eliminates the uh, omnipotence and omniscience and omnipresence of God. God knows what we've done. God knows what we're going to do. It's, I think it's a silliness when we think of it that way. But I understand the thinking that fear can be seen kind of like we do. We fear, some people fear the police or we fear terror or fear the COVID or fear you know, coronavirus, things of that nature. That's not the, the premise of what's happening. We have reverence, we have respect for God and we understand the power that God has, that God has in this universe, 
that God has over our enemy, Satan, that God, that means the control that he has and can have over my circumstances, the power he has in prayer, all of these things, I mean, the power he has over life, my, my eternal life, all of these things bring a reverence and an awe that I want to go follow. And that's where we're at. We, we reverence God and we awe him and we, 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 it's fear. We sit back and desiring to know more about this God that can do so much and that is the source of our strength and the source of our joy and the source of our happiness and the source of comfort in the time in turbulent times. And so we go back to the fear of the Lord. It tends to life. Now, I, I want to start with that premise because I think it is the core of what we're going to see in the, in the last couple of verses, even though they're earlier in the chapter. So Proverbs 19.23, we start with the fear of the Lord. I'm going to go back to verse 8. It kind of gives us a similar premise. In verse 8, it says this, He that getteth wisdom loveth his own soul. He that keepeth understanding shall find good. Now, the fear of the Lord establishes, that's my premise, my reverence, my love, my desire to know more about God, pushes me back to verse 8 to get wisdom. And when I do, and I fear, and therefore in fearing will try to learn more about God, I will get wisdom. And anyone that gets wisdom, he loves his own soul, and he that keepeth understanding shall find good. So we begin to see the fear of the Lord drives me to desire wisdom which means you come and you listen to things and watch things like this so that you can gain wisdom. What can I learn from this? And in doing that, what does he say? He, we love our own soul. We are helping ourselves. It's like somebody who knows they have a physical condition goes to the doctor. Well, I, I want to make myself healthy, so I'm going to go to the doctor. In the second half of the verse is, he that keepeth understanding shall find good. When I get advice from my doctor, I'm going to follow it so that I can take care of myself. I'm going to take care of my body. I'm going to be physically active. I'm going to be careful what I eat. Things of that nature to keep me healthy. Spirits are the same thing. I recognize the great power, sovereignty, and goodness of God and wisdom of God. So I will seek that. And then I seek that. I will find it. I, I, I love myself. I love my soul. I, I want to bring health to my soul like I do physically to my body. And then I follow that instruction. And then there's delight. Then there's joy. And that's the key. I think sometimes we're so busy trying to figure this world out ourselves. And I hope we'd understand. And can we just be honest with ourselves as we listen or watch this? None of us can figure this life out. Every once in a while, the moment I think it's figured out, I wake up the next day. The moment everything in my life is perfectly where I want it, and I can say, man, I'm, this is happening, and this is happening, and boy, I, I'm in, I think this is good, and tomorrow things are great, and bam, tomorrow hits, and it all falls apart. That's just the way life is. You know, we want to, I'll be honest, we want our kids to all line up a certain way. We want our finances to line up a certain way. We want our marriage to line up a certain way. We want our jobs, our ministry, all the things we're in. We want them to line up to fit our perfectly, it fits us perfectly. When we do, then there's delight. Again, we're putting delight and our joy and our, and our encouragement walk with God down to our circumstances in the good and bad. It's not even that we, it's not that we find negative or, you know, we're miserable because of negative. We're saying our joy, our happiness is all contingent upon all these things lining up. And what we have to remember is the fear of the Lord reminds us, my joy, my delight, my happiness, they come as a result of God, that he's in control even when the circumstances don't line up. And this is where we sit back and say, Lord, yesterday it seemed great and I was so grateful for it. Today, not so much but you are still in control. Now, please remember, we were uh, in our family time this morning, we talked about this, that the balance between the sovereignty of God and the free will of man. Why would a sovereign God who's in complete control have 
offer us a free will. We went back to the Garden of Eden. Why would a sovereign God put the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that he knew would ultimately be the thing to stumble up Adam and Eve and bring sin into the world? Why? It comes down to something simple. Worship is not worship without a choice. Obedience is not obedience without a choice. Choosing to follow and serve my Savior is not choosing to follow and serve my Savior unless there's a choice. Everything I do to follow Jesus is a choice. In Luke 9.23, a passage we read a lot, you know, if my, I'm sorry, um, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. The first word in that verse is if. It's a conditional clause. You don't have to do it. But if you're going to follow God, you will choose to do it. It will not always be easy, but you will choose to do it because your love for God. A Christ follower choose to be a Christ follower. And that's really the fear of God. We go back. Why? Because I love my God and I fear him and I want his blessing in my life and I want to be used of him and I want to honor him. So that is the core of the joy. So I go to him in fear and I seek wisdom. And when I get it, then I begin because that wisdom gives me answers for the things that don't make sense. That wisdom gives me answers for the battles that I face. That wisdom gives me answers when the things don't line up the way I want to because you know what? Tomorrow they will. And then the next day they won't. Now, let me explain. Be careful not to make any decisions sporadically. Yesterday, everything seemed to make sense, so I'm going to do this. Today, I don't know I'm going to do this. Stop. Step back. Go to God and gain wisdom. Make decisions based upon God's direction, not upon our circumstances. Oh, if you do on your circumstances, you'll change your mind every day. You don't want to change your mind every day. You like to wave with the sea, driven with the wind and toss, James says. <laughs> Stand firm on God and whatever he's going. And yes, today it doesn't make sense. It will when it's done. It doesn't have to make sense because it does to God. So I trust in him. Let's move on from verse 8. And I had down. So here are some practical things we see. We, we fear the Lord and we gain wisdom. Here are some practical aspects of how that presents itself. All right, verse 10. Delight is not seemly for a fool much less for a servant to have rule over princes. Now let me explain how it says. Delight, goodness, happiness. It's literally the simple word of happiness, delight, joy. You don't, you don't, he goes, you don't normally see that from a foolish person. Now remember, Proverbs breaks up four primary descriptions of, of people today. There's the simple, there's the fool, there's the scorn. There's the fool's in the middle. He's not simple. He, he has knowledge, but he's chosen to not really follow God's ways. He's not a scorner where he's against it, but he's kind of doing his own thing. And so he, he, he knows the truth, but chooses not to follow. Of course, the fourth one I always forget to go to is the wise person. There's four. Three descriptions of the non-wise, one of the wise. And so he says, a fool, one who has the knowledge but doesn't want to follow it, he says, listen, delight is not seen. It's not normal for a fool. Let me explain simply what that means. When you meet a fool who thinks they're in control, they're doing their own thing, man, I got this, you usually don't see them happy. You usually don't see them joyous in life. Frankly, you find that someone who the Bible would call a fool, you're going to see someone who's confused, you're going to see someone who's frustrated, discouraged, depressed, and I'm not saying... All those dealing with that are fools. I'm saying a fool will have those things in their life. Why? Because when you do your own thing, you're not going to have the joy of God. You don't fear God. You're not seeking after wisdom. Since you're not seeking after wisdom, you don't love your own soul. You're not going to find good. Verse 8 is not some Christians. If you want those things, they come from seeking wisdom, which starts with the fear of God. That's where it goes. So he says, listen, a delight, these things, you don't, they're not normal. You don't see them. Yeah, they're going to have good days and bad days. There's going to be circumstances that bring delight. Can I tell you, it's not normal. 
Because you, circumstances alone do not bring good and bad or do not bring joy. They bring temporary goodness. Man, it was a good day. I got to spend time with my family. Great. And then that night, something falls apart. There are times I'll come to church. Man, that was a great day. And then someone told me, did you hear this and that? You know, maybe there was drama. Why? <laughs> What's going on? You, if, you, if you look on Facebook, man, it's great. And then you scroll down, just one more story. And you're like, man, I wish I hadn't done this. It's circumstances. And, and you can find good and bad in circumstances, and that's what a fool will do. The, someone who, it's simply, let me rephrase that from fool, someone who knows the truth but chooses not to follow it, that person will have good days and bad days, but they will not have fulfillment. They will not have joy, and their, and their happiness will be circumstantial because they're not basing it on God. They're basing it on their circumstances, and everyone knows your circumstances change from day to day. And so you miss out on that. So he says, listen, Delight, happiness, is not seemly, not normal for a fool. He says, much less for a servant to, servant to rule over princes. It's just as it says. Delight's not seemly for a fool, and it's even less likely to see uh, a servant rule over somebody in authority. That's the same premise in these. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to see a servant one day take over. Why? That is just, it's a simple principle, and it comes back down to the core of happiness and heart. It comes back to seeking and gaining wisdom before, after fearing God. Verse, let um, me see if I can find the next one I was going to. Um, verse 11, the discretion of a man deferreth his anger, and in his, it is his glory to pass over transgression. So a practical way, we begin to see when I have God's working in my life and there's joy then I, will I have choice. Now I'm going to let God direct, not my circumstances. And when my circumstances don't guide me, I make choices. And it's seen in verse 11. The discretion of a man deferreth his anger. It is a glory to pass over transgression. Here is a simple way to put that. Pick and choose your battles. There are certain things that we see. It's a transgression. Uh, you defer your anger over transgression. You see something, you should get angry, you should overreact. Nope, I'm just going to let that. I know it's there. I'm going to deal with it, but I'm not going to get upset about it. I'm not going to react every time there's something bad. And he says, that's a great thing. He goes on to say, the king's wrath, verse 12, is as a roaring of a lion, but his favor is due upon the grass. It's just the truth. When, when somebody with authority is angry, man, stay away. Hey, okay, let's just go down to the simplicity of home. <laughs> when mom and dad are in a bad mood, shh, be quiet. But when they're in a great mood, hey, let's see if what we can get out of this. Let's have a great time. When you have someone in authority, when you go to work and the boss is in a miserable mood, do your best and keep to yourself. It's truth. The attitude, the spirit of somebody is seen, and it affects those around them. So here's my thought. You go back to the fear of God, and you grow in your love for God and reverence for Him, and you seek wisdom, and you get it. Because you love your soul, you want spiritual health, and you will find good. When you find good, you're the opposite of those who say, I don't want to go for this because they don't enjoy delight. They don't enjoy the joy that comes and the happiness that comes from serving God, and good and bad. But they're, they're driven by their circumstances, and then they can make these decisions. You see, to say that I'm going to use my discretion to pick and choose what I am going to react over and what I'm not going to react over requires wisdom. And I can't have that without the fear of God. And it gives me direction. So how do I respond as a father wisely? Discretion, wisdom, fear of God. How do I react, you know, not allow myself to overreact and to be the one that everybody's like, oh, be careful. You, I, you don't want to be the one that when you come to work, so-and-so's here. They're in a bad mood. You don't want, no one, one of us want to be that. We don't want to be known that way. We want to be known as the one that when you show up, man, there's someone who is good days and bad days, but boy, they're good. Look at them. They always seem to have a spirit with them. 
It's different, even in good and bad days. Not because we want to, you know, be known that way, but because we want to know, we want God to be seen in us. And even more than that, we want that to be true. We want to enjoy and experience the goodness and strength of God in the midst of these rough times. Let me encourage you. How does that start? The fear of God. The fear of God that drives me to the Word of God. That drives me to seek wisdom from God as you're doing right now. You'll find good. You'll find delight. You will find the ability to make wise decisions in the, from the fear of God and wisdom because you have the Holy Spirit in your life. What a great truth, and I hope that is something you're striving for. I would say it is. The fact is you're watching a daily live stream devotional. You're looking to find wisdom from God's Word. You're seeking these things. You're seeking wisdom. It's one of the cores to one of the things I hope you understand, and I hope you will continue to strive to do that. I encourage you. I'm, I, I compliment you on being here and seeking this and allowing just a few minutes of your time today to be something that God directs in your life. I love you. Thank you so much for the privilege you've given us to today on this Tuesday. You're part of your day. We hope you have a great rest of the day. We hope you keep walking with God and allow Him to be that guide and you can find good. In the midst of bad, in the midst of battles, He has an answer and He will guide you and bring things into your life to give that answer. We hope you have a great rest of your day and we love you. We hope you uh, seek God, stay close to God and, and stay strong in Him and all the things that He will bring today. Thank you for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you next time.